nothing's better than family We're the ones who love you so Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need They'll never leave you alone, no When your friends bring you down And they drag you through the dirt And when nobody's around They'll carry you through the hurt Just remember that family comes
and this morning as well, we're going to make and make up for all the times that we were unable to open the phone lines and were sometimes unable to read all your messages. But I think we have done well. Where we have not been able to, the next week we have gone ahead to do same. So today we are going to have an open forum. So you can bring in your questions. It's on any topic, any and every topic, any and every contribution, anything you feel and want to say about family. Please feel free to do so. And we open the phone lines very early and intersperse it with the messages, and then we get going. You know, over the number of weeks, we've looked at so many in interesting things. We've looked at, uh, what do you call it? We've looked at shift, shifting, shifted. We've looked at um, the connected, that is dealing with siblings, siblings in law and in laws and parents. We've looked also at the privilege of nakedness. And today we want to have an open forum where we can all connect and connect fully. So please don't be hesitant. Uh, this also goes to all our many silent listeners. We miss some of you every now and then, and you encourage us and give us feedback. And you tell us, yes, I'm one of your silent listeners. So today, share your thoughts with us so we all can learn, because we all are work in progress, and there's room for improvement. John Oliver Wendell Holmes said, the biggest room for, in the world is a room for improvement. So we can't not keep getting better. Before we go any further, we'll take a short break and then we'll be right back. City 97.3 Accra. More variety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kofi Kari Kari has a certain song that tonight, I want, this morning, I want to play before we go and delve into what we said we're going to do. But before I do that, let me announce the WhatsApp or Telegram number so you can keep your messages coming. And when we get to open the phone lines, that's what you can call. So it's 0549-986-996. I go again. 0549-986-996. You can send your contributions through via WhatsApp or Telegram. And we read it out. We share with the rest of the world. And we all will learn a thing or two. Yesterday was the final day of the BEC. Yesterday they wrote French, which was the last subject. I think Monday they, they wrote something else too. Tuesday too, Wednesday too. I think Monday they wrote uh, what, ICT and something. And they concluded yesterday with French. So I want to give a big shout out to all our BEC candidates who just finished. We are we are family oriented program and we care about what happens in families. So we give a big shout out to you. And it's our hope and prayer that the results that will come out will also be good. And so it's good to ask what's next after this big hurdle, after the first formal certif certified examination. What's next for our BEC candidates and students? What role must parents play? We just will have in touch one or two on that as we wait for your comments and your feedback 
and your contributions and then we'll delve right into and then i'll introduce my full panelists but i'll begin from somewhere so let's hear kofi karikari and this for you out there all you young guys all you bc guys who say god no day by kofi karikari and we'll be right back ah hey okay said you can join us with your comments and contributions on 0549986996 it's an open forum 
so the phone lines will be open really early but you can keep your messages coming via whatsapp or telegram on 0549-986-996 and we would surely share with the rest of the world all right so let me welcome our wonderful people who make it happen again and again and again here at city 97.3 fm so good morning to Mrs. Marusaki and Mr. Amos Kevin Annan. Good morning, lady and gentlemen. Hi, morning. morning. And good to have you here. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm so sleepy. I'm drinking the tea some, too. He needs some coffee. I'm, 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 I'm drinking. Thanks, to, Philip, thanks, to, thanks to Emperor Philip, I'm drinking some tea too. Mm. A Swedish friend of mine. Kick yourself. Yeah, to kick myself. Who, who never wakes up until she has taken coffee. And I go like, you. <laughs> there must be the need for attention <laughs> given to you. <laughs> yeah, so whilst we wait for people to get in touch with us, Let's begin with the latest that's happened. <laughs> the BEC ended yesterday. So that was the first big level for these are young ones. What do you think, Papayamas, is the next steps for them after this hurdle that they have jumped over? You no know, life has hurdles. Mm. It can be a short 100 meter, 110 meter dash or it can be something much longer like 400 meters and stuff yeah so this is the first one for these youngsters who we cherish because they are part of families and so families have gone through the cycle to get them to take the exam teachers have supported schools have supported and so we doff our hearts to all of them all the schools to the ges to the ministry of education to the WAEC and all who made it happen and somehow, thankfully, this year we did not hear of malpractice. We are hoping that we will not hear of some later. So that's not a good positive thing. You know, when our politics, the effect, now, now you know they run the, what they call the stenine system, where only the top 4% get grade 1. So in the event that our politics and people get upper, it pushes the marking scheme high. So grade 1 can be as high as 90 or even higher, depending on how well people do. So where Apo, so Apo is a distortion of reality. And so as part of being patriotic, as part of being whole families, we need to encourage one another not to encourage our children or their teachers or their benefactors or anybody else to like and love Apo. That no school should use Apo as a basis for uh, saying that they are a, a good school and so parents and guardians should bring their children there so that they'll do any and everything just to get good grace. That is not the way to go. Uh, life is not always about the end justifies the means. The means is also as important as the end. And if you teach children and people to do the right thing, it helps for the now, the tomorrow, and the future. So yes, Abayamos. Well, I think that um, every examination is not a joke. It doesn't matter the level. Um, my younger brother was speaking at church to lead us to pray for the um, 
candidates, and he said that even professors, when they are confronted with a, an, ex, an examination, has some anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, you find that they, they also have their own level of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I could see the levels of anxiety amongst young people who are preparing for this exam. And it is often marked by an exhalation when the last paper is written. Some of them went into some jammer mode. (laughs) After they wrote the French, and I shared on the couple's page a few days back that particularly when they finished the math uh, paper, I saw them, and I, I saw quite a number of them. Um, and I asked, how is it? They were all beaming with smiles, excited. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, hey, when we wrote our math mm-hmm. exam, we had nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and you are excited like this. So, you know, I had to exhort them, and they were happy. Um, the excitement is, is a huge one. What oftentimes I get worried about is that after school, after examination, events, most of which are done outside the domain and the control supervision of the school authorities because they are organized by other interested parties. Mm. And this is where I think parents need to be at work because the levels, one, the levels of um, stress that they've had to go through, they, they need to de-stress. So if you're not careful, then some of these activities, especially the ones that will not add qualitatively to their lives, mm. becomes an attraction. Mm. You see? So parents will need to focus on that area, have conversations with their wards or children okay. about what to do and what not to do. Um, the period now between when the results are released is a very fine opportunity to learn some skill. Yes. Okay. We can acquire skills in that area. Um, Proficiency in language could be one thing they can do. Um, Some cooking skills, for instance, um, will be useful rather than spend awful lot of time wasting away. Mm. You can learn some cooking. Mm. You can learn some painting, some some graphics, some design. Uh, If you are techno-savvy or interested in technology, um, coding, now coding lessons are being held online. You could do some of those activities because that would definitely add to your life. Okay. Those who have VBS, vacation Bible school and stuff like that for the young people, this is a great opportunity to get them through. Uh, many years ago, I used to do what is called Footprint Scripture School, which was to help the young people uh, walk in the precepts of scriptures. And it was called Footprint Scripture School. And it was on Saturdays. So weekday they did other things. And then Saturdays they came. We held them from morning till about 1 p.m. These are the times to do these kinds of activities. Those who can do volunteerism, is also a great opportunity to be a volunteer 
go to an uncle and auntie's office and say, uncle, I want to come and be filing documents for you. I want to be packing boxes and cases. These are very, very great opportunities that um, the young people should not lose because you would, you would only be young once in your lifetime. You are, you are youth only once in your lifetime. And therefore, this phase of your life, you will never revisit it. You see, so make it memorable, make it livable, make it enjoyable, make it that which would have uh, memories that you would want to relive every time. All right. So we can say, oh, you, eh? Only young ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marie. Yes, what, 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 what are your reflections for the young, the youngest? So let me, before you talk, let me give a big shout out to Engelbert School for the, the, the management, the, 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 the teachers and the non-teaching staff for the marvelous work they are doing and have done. They are such an amazing team, right from Madam Story and all the rest of the team, Mr. Sam and uh, the director of academics and all, all the wonderful teachers and, and teaching staff. Yeah, amazing. Big ups to you. You know why. Big ups to you once again. Yes, Marie. Yeah, I think um, once I've said a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I, um, you know, now that the young ones are very excited, they've finished. Um, like you said, um, when you're older, you think, oh, what are these people doing about all this noise? <laughs> it's, but for them, it's a big deal. It's their reality. Okay. They have gone through their first major examination. And whatever that it, it be, it, it needs to be celebrated. They haven't seen their results yet. But the fact that they have been able to write it alone yeah. is a big deal for them. Um, as a parent or as a mother, um, usually what I'll do is that I, I give them a little rest before they get into all these because... You know how our system has become. It's not like those days. Some children travel far to go to school. So they wake up at dawn. Mm -hmm. They don't sleep early. My neighborhood, there's a particular school. When it's um, getting to BC, I don't know why they do that. But you see these people go to school seven days a week. And sometimes they close so late, eight o'clock. I'm like, what are they teaching them? What, what, what are they learning? Why can't it be done within... The, the school time, the school time mm. frame, you know. So they they actually get very tired, and you know you need your sleep when you sacrifice your sleep yeah. to do things. You need to catch up. They are young, growing children. Mm. So um, um, I I don't know when they'll be going back to school, but as I see it, it might be somewhere either next year or something yeah. like that. So they have quite a. A, a big gap. So you plan and give them maybe some one week rest, mm. good rest, mm. good eating, and all that. Let them bounce I like back. Like that one, good eating. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Good food to eat and you know right. replenish themselves. Then you can plan what they're going to do. And for whatever that you plan for them, um, I would suggest because a lot of the young people, as I know these days, they even. You know, home household chores is mm. a problem. You yeah. are leaving home at 4 a.m. Yeah. How much can you do? Yeah. You rush, go and come. Mommy cooks the food and store in the freezer. Mm. When you come, come warm. warm and eat and all mm. that. So you don't get the opportunity to 
be around to learn some of these things. So um, for me, I would start with household chores. Learn how to cook if you don't know how to cook. Learn how to organize the home. Keep the house in order. Sweep, um, uh, uh, fix the the hall, the bedrooms, uh, sweep the compound. Get them to do these basic things. Because a lot of people are marrying these days and they don't even know how to take care of their homes. Please come again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a worrying bit, isn't it? It's a worrying bit. They are marrying, they don't know how, or they are so lazy, they think that I have to sweep once and mm. not sweep again. So um, <laughs> we have to get them to, into that temple. Okay. How to keep the home. Um, for those who have a little in their hands and maybe they would want their children even to go on vacation, mm. wherever that they will go to, let it be incorporated in that vacation where the children will be exposed to not just fun, 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 but they'll be exposed to um, how to keep themselves, how to live like if you're living on your own. And um, these are the gaps that you have opportunity to learn, to be able to be on your own, to be an independent person. So they should give them that opportunity and not push them into another classes or something. But um, like the cooking skills that um, um, Papemos talked about, it's very, very, very important, both men and women. Uh, these days, you know, the gender thing, it, you have to balance it. Don't let only your, your female girls go and do marketing. We, our children don't know how to do marketing and all that. Teach the men as well. Or teach the boys as well. Let them go to the market. Let them learn how to, you know, even if they are using machine, let them wash. When you are going to work, leave them chores to do. That will occupy them. If you think that your child cannot, um, how do I say it, be on his own without supervision, because by the time you go to work and come, you know, they would have played game. Uh, so give them real good job that will occupy them. Yes, occupy their time. Netizens. Mm-hmm. Isn't it something that parents need to give attention to the balance? Otherwise, you're raising children who are living in silos. Mm-hmm. Once they get their gadgets, everything else can go to blazes. So, what, what, how can parents reflect or work on that as well? Yes, it's it's very important that even to the extent that <laughs> when your, your your child maybe says, "I'm going to play football," mm-hmm. even in between, they are on the phone. It and and whether you have Wi-Fi or you don't, they buy their data because they are small money you give them, they save it and they would rather use it to buy data. So I think it's a question of, as a parent, conscientizing your child to understand the fact that when you spend too much time on that, it it's not it doesn't help you. There's a need for you to in, interact with other people. So the days that you are home as a parent, you can let your f- children invite their mates or their friends home, some of their mates, and then you have time with them, talk to them, pick their minds, and then you can advise them. Get to be the friend friend of your children's friends or something like that. Have have some kind of rapport. Don't let the, the children come in and just uh, you are busy doing your own thing and not have anything. It's just the children playing. Be part of whatever. And if you go to work, like in the course of the week, if you can't trust all these things, maybe you can organize for them to, like uh, Papa Emma said once again, if they have to hang out 
even in your office or somebody else's office or somebody you know, keep them occupied, mm-hmm. which won't let them uh, um, spend too much time on the phone after the break. Mm-hmm. Let them understand that I'm giving you this break to rest, eat you, have your fun, play some game and blah, blah, blah. After this time, this is what we are going to do. And plan out, plan out mm-hmm. the time. If you, if you have some relative out of Accra, everybody now lives in Accra or big city. Mm-hmm. If you have some relative out there, yeah. And you think that it would be good for them to have an experience in the village or something like that. Let them go to the village and have a feel of how life is there. It all teaches them to um, be balanced in their thinking. So they are not just exposed to one way life, but they see how other people also live and manage. Once upon a time, I read this thing on social media about a man, a rich man, American rich man, who lived in Manhattan some kind of, uh, um, I don't know whether he was in a penthouse or, you know, big life that he considered. And he decided that, oh, he's going to give his son a treat. So he took his son on a trip to a village. And when they went to the village, um, well, whatever, after the vacation, the, the man was like, yeah, after their holidays, the man asked the son, so when we went, how did he feel? He said, oh, my God, I love that place. You know, over here we are locked up in this small house, but they had all the vast land that you could run and run and run and run and run. And And there was the river that flowed and the peace and and how the child described the place. It was like they are so rich. They have vast, 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 vast land and all that. And the man looked at the son because he thought that he, the son was going to come out and say that, oh, those poor people. and that. But he rather appreciated that kind of life. You could run miles by here in, in, in Manhattan in a penthouse. Where could he run to? He was stuck to the couch. And his father thought that that was big life because he's paying so much. He's bought so, he's paid so much money for that penthouse. But the boy didn't see that as richness. Richness was when you have all that space to play, and you could play and play and play. The sun would be on, even uh, enjoy the moonlight and all that kind of thing. So these are some of the, Sometimes we have to expose our children. We think that we have we've given them better life, but we should give them another view of life for them to also make a choice. All right. And, and so I think it will go a long way to help. Thank you, Marie. Thank you. So what among the things I've been said is that let them explore learning skills, whether saving, whether in business, whether in support, and then housekeeping, and then cooking, and which includes sweeping, cleaning, and all that other stuff, Making keeping their, their rooms, laying their beds. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I said once here that I wrote an article, The Family Table, and I just opposed my family table against my father's family table, and I realized a marked difference. How often we eat as a family on the family table compared to my dad. How many meals we ate a day? Every day, morning, evening. Unless my older siblings were in boarding house. But when the whole house was home, at least two meals a day. Ask me how many meals a day we eat behind the dining table. There are even days that the breakfast is in the car. <laughs> yeah, because the system <laughs> because is so, different. So, so that is world. how much pressure parents and children are under that. If your children have just finished, this is a time like Marie and Amos are saying, to reflect well, to get them the balance. It's so sad from where we sit and how we engage that, like Marie said, people don't know how to do basic things. And you are wondering, are you going to buy food every time? Are you going to outsource everything that somebody has to cook every time for you? Even just the two of you, young couples, and they just can't, they can't cook. They can't keep home. It's a big problem. 
doesn't matter where you're coming from, whether you had uh, governors or house helps or uh, keepers, you have to know how to. It's a basic requirement of life. So parents, it's a good time. Don't think that you are helping your children by not teaching them the basic skills of life. Because wherever and whatever they do, they may find themselves where they may need to keep the environment clean. Yeah. Alright, so your messages are coming and we are going to start on them very shortly. So keep them more coming. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. I go again. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Doc. Yeah. What's the psychology of all this? How would the children be feeling now, and the parents and guardians, and what should their posture be? Okay, there'll be a mixture, a mixed feeling, to some extent. Whilst the children are happy, we are done and we are free. Some parents are also very much unhappy because their space will be taken, and also they feel that whilst they are we were in school. They have some space with themselves. And now all these children have come back home and trying to manage them, manage their own lives and manage their work and all that. I heard some time ago that some parents <clears throat> even were angry to ask, why do they have to give uh, vacation to the children at this time? Wow. Eh? Why should they give vacation at this time? Just to say that, they are happy when the children are not around. Okay. So you can be sincere that while these children are happy we are done, some parents will feel a bit unhappy. Here comes you, trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I can know you, one. Can, can, you, can you imagine something that will have to be a joy for the entire family? That we are coming together and we're coming to do and plan even ahead of it, ahead of time, there will not be any such planning. I wonder how many parents will sit down to talk about now that the children are finishing their exams. Mm. What are some of the plans we need to put together when they are back? What are some of the things we want to do with them and do for them, and where do we want to go with them? How much things we need to help them to understand and what are some of the goals that we have that after they have finished their vacation, what better people we want to see these children become. So there will not, there's no such planning for the children. So once there is no plan for the children, the children get home and they don't know how to handle them. Mm -hmm. Just as Marie and Amos have already said, this should be the time for parents to inculcate some of the things that they feel the children need, mm -hmm. the values. Mm -hmm. And last time, uh, UNESCO came out with a document to want to explain what new ways education must take in order to help the future generation. And one of the key things they have mentioned was academic performance is good, but education that will inculcate norms, values, believe and all that into the children is what will help the children grow to become better people in the future. Okay. Then they went ahead to do some survey to want to find out what is the thinking about parents and what is the thinking about the school. It will surprise you to know that some parents feel it is the school that will have to train the children. Wow. And the school also feels that 
Charity begins at home, hmm. so the children should be brought up by the parents. <laughs> so now a confusion between who brings up the children, hmm. either parents or the school. So to bridge that gap is being a question and a problem, not in theory, but you can see it in experiential perspective, where you see the posturing of the family or parents, who, though they may not say it, their posturing suggests that they feel the school is where the child will be molded. And when you go to the school too, you see they are posturing that there are certain areas they don't want to go. Okay. It is more different this time than what it used to be. Okay. Where in those days, I think I, I, some teachers even go from house to house, even in the villages. Mm, yeah. Where in such villages, you see some of the, for instance, the Presbyterian church, mm-hmm. where the catechist mm. is the head teacher. In such village communities, you see the catechist having his responsibility both as a head teacher and at the same time the custodian of value system. So they'll visit homes, want to check on how the family is doing. And now you see even elderly people see children on the street and want to caution, advise and address some of the things they do. But now... All those things have stopped. Who are you to talk to somebody's child? Who are you to advise somebody's child? So it is more like we are getting into a kind of system that really, really, though have other things to offer the children for their development in the future, also rob the children from value system. And if we talk about value system, as for that one, We are missing it big time. Parents are missing it big time. If they see how, and I I don't know where that kind of ideology is coming from. Where civilization has made it so much that you don't have to expect your child to sweep, expect your child to do cleaning, expect your child to do house chores like Marie has said, to expect your child to be apt and smart about house duties and responsibilities. It, I don't know where that ideology comes from. And unfortunately, these children grow, and we are expecting the children to do some kind of magic and become like us and behave like us and do things like us. Whilst we have not inculcated into them how we have been trained and the discipline we go through, there's just a simple question parents need to ask themselves. How am I being trained? Why, how, am I, um, how have I become a better parent today or a better person today? And how am I bringing my children up? And in the name of civilization, you see children want to do things the way they want to do it, the time they want to do it, and how they want to do it. And then parents also feel that it is very okay. So we have to check our, yeah, to check our parenting models. Models is also. very, very key and very, because already society and issues we are dealing with on day-to-day basis is already robbing us. from the opportunity and availability with the children. So the little time we have is when we need to chip in those kind of corrective measures in order to build them up to be very holistically uh, matured and responsible people 
in the future. Matured and responsible people in the future. That's the voice. Wait a second, please. That's the voice of Dr. Emmanuel Hobson. Uh, Maria wants to chip in and I'm going to begin. Maria, after that, can you read the first, can you read the, the first message for me? So please keep your messages coming. Like we said, it's an open forum. Uh, any and everything is accepted once it's within the family domain. Today, and we are in the interim just talking about after the first, it will, what some of the things parents and the young ones need to do. So keep your messages coming via WhatsApp or Telegram on 0549986996, and we will be glad to share with the rest of the world. Marie is going to give a comment, and after she read the first one for us of the messages. Yes. Yes, I'm just trying to remind us of the fact that, I mean, nowadays, if you are getting a house help, yes. governor, whatever, yes. governess for children or uh, um, whatever helpers that we need, it is not that easy. Mm. They don't come by easy, and they are becoming expensive by the day. Those days you could just get somebody's child to come and live with you that easily. Now everybody's child is going to school. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So we should remember that even in our time, it is getting difficult to mm-hmm. get people to help us mm-hmm. in that, this way. Yeah. Our children's time will be even worse, yeah. and they will not get. like It, it will be very difficult mm-hmm. or very expensive. Mm-hmm. To, so if you don't teach your child how to manage themselves in that way, yeah. it will be very difficult for them to live their lives in the days to come. Mm-hmm. No matter what, even if you have gadgets to use, if you are using vacuums and all that, you should know the principle how to do it for you to. So that's the point that we have to bear in mind as parents, to help these children be able to face the future and live comfortably. It's not just about um, career, career, and then the money they're going to earn in the future. Thank you. I think that a lot more parental empowerment sessions need to be organized. Because there's a time these young ones are home. Mm. So conversations and messages from Religious leadership mm-hmm. must be redesigned okay. to be able to address some of these practical, everyday happenings now that these young people are home. So the first one says, Hello, Farm Life. My name is Kweku, and I'm 19 years old and only child and also a regular listener of Farm Life. My problem is that anytime I'm planning my future, I become confused at whether I should let my parents stay with me and my future nuclear family so that I can take care of them. Thank you. Alright, so please take notes so you address them. Please. Good morning, Farm Life. Thank you for your good nature to us. We have been married for four and a half years with two kids. Husby doesn't like going to church and paying his tithes to the church. He brought me, the church he brought me into. Contrary, I'm a kid. I am the kid. And we do, uh, I and the kids do and and are popular in the church. Please advise. Gifty from Tema Committee 11. Heavy, heavy shout out to the awesome team of teachers at SAPS school. Substitution, I guess. May the good Lord reward your sacrifices of care, time, and concern for our children from Florence and Co. Good morning, Farm Life. Please help me wish my daughter Annalise MacArthur MacArthur Floyd a happy, happy, thriving birthday 
She is 10 years today. May the good Lord continue to preserve her. Make, may she grow in the wisdom of God and become what God has destined her for her. Much love for the entire, from the entire family. All right. So, Papa Mos, can you address Kegu's uh, concern? Well, I think Whether that Kegu, Kegu has a concern that... parents to live with him, or what are the options? Yeah, Kegu yeah, has a concern, which is a concern. Okay. Why? Because um, current trends from the West seems to be pushing the I- idea of nuclearizing our family mm. and ignoring the extended support system that have held homes and individuals for a very long time. Isn't it interesting, when you observe the Southeast Asians and those from the Middle East, you notice how they are preserving their extended family system. Mm -hmm. And when you look at crime rate, for instance, in the United States, Mm -hmm. it's very low amongst Asians. And yet they have the highest in terms of the ratings of persons in the field of academia mm-hmm. and professional spaces. Mm. And you notice that simply because majority of them are raised in stable homes. Yeah. When you contrast that with the African-Americans, you can see the dire impact of broken homes, mm. conditions, fatherless homes yeah. amongst us. So please, Kweku, um, the issue of nuclear and extended is about prioritization. You don't need one without the other. And you must not think the other is unnecessary simply because you are building one. So you, you plan, take your time, take your time and don't, you are, you are 19. So you haven't even <laughs> gotten to the stage where you're going to form a family yet. Uh, you just imagine if your dad and mom just focused on you in the event of any challenge in their absence, who will be your family? And you are the only child, remember. Your uncles, your aunties, when they come, I'm sure that they contribute something to your life as a person. And, and that kind of encouragement is what I would want to give to you. As you grow and you form your family, you now begin to decide that I spend 80% of my time on my nuclear family and then 20% on the extended family. That will be a choice you make. But over time, you would notice and appreciate that the extended family is a very robust support system. That is where the individuals exercise a lot of goodwill and graciousness to one another. But where they tend to be mean to each other, then you have all these <laughs> rancorous okay. experiences mm. that you, you, you would see. I watched a video in, from Florida where a family decided to go for family hangout at Disney. And a feud broke out amongst them. And you should see family <laughs> folks, brother fighting his brother's wife. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about a real fight to Mickey. Seriously. I mean, to the extent that they threw them, their own mother who was in a wheelchair threw her off her wheelchair. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without actually noticing because the guy was in a fit of rage. Eventually, the, the guy was picked up, uh, the one who started the whole fight, <laughs> beat his girlfriend, dragged her on the floor, do all sorts of things. And, and this is a, a nuclear family as it were, because their brother and brother and their spouses and the other's girlfriend. <laughs> and they went out with their 
mother. So, to a very large extent, it's a very nuclear family. Mm. And yet, see, fight breaks out between them. So, when it goes to the extended, then it's a, it's a very horrible situation. Hmm. All right, Marie, thank you very much. Bye-bye, I'll leave the ladies out. Yeah, tomorrow. Marie, so yes. Gift is concerned about her husband not going to church, not paying his tithe, but she and the children go. And she's wondering what, how, what should she do about it. He's not regular. She doesn't go. She's anything she can do. And if yes, what and he was on. And took he them. took her to yeah. church. Okay, yes. Took her to church. Yes, um, I have an issue like times? that. Is that signs of the times? <laughs> <laughs> Could well, it be he's disappointed in something? It's 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 it's. Or something else is taking his attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something too can take his attention. There, there are so many factors that can. Um, can play out in this scenario. Either his love has grown cold for the Lord, if I should put it in that term, um, his interest, because other things like you're just saying, other things might have taken his interest. And because of that, he doesn't feel comfortable. You know, it's true that um, when you are really in sync with God and doing the things that you are supposed to do, when you are going to church, there's joy in your heart to go to church. Mm. It's a Christian phenomenon. Mm. You know that there's joy in your heart. But once you are going off course, you know, and uh, you know that you go to church and they'll tell you sin, 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 you don't even want to hear that because you are deep in that. You are mm. doing some things that um, does not... Um, how do I call it, um, agree with what church will tell you. So you don't want to go there. That's that's basically the reason people will not go to church. They are not going there because there's something that is not agreeing in, in with, with what church will tell them. Yeah. Or otherwise he's just become lazy. He, he didn't go one, then he didn't go second, then third, and then now it's become a habit. Mm. So he's finding it difficult to pull himself out. But as as a wife, I would say that you should continue to uh, you should continue to, how do you call it, um, encourage him, live the, the, a good life to be an example. For me, these are Christian principles. We have to live our life. We have to shine our light so that when people see the good that is coming out of our life, we can attract them to church. You can't force him, but you can, um, you know, encourage him. Okay. And gradually, gradually, I believe that maybe the time will come and keep praying. That God will touch him because if he was going there already, then he has some kind of um, connection with church, and I believe that you will never. There's a song on my heart. Uh, it says, <laughs> "I got joy, joy, joy in my heart, okay. joy in my heart." I want to sing it to um, Gifty, okay. um, like Marie was talking about. When there is joy intrinsic mm. in your heart. Mm. It shows in the enthusiasm yeah. that you use in doing the things you do. Mm. Now, the moment that enthusiasm seems to be waning, mm. it means that we've got to look at it. You see, it is said that nobody suddenly backslides. Mm. It's a gradual process. Okay. Nobody suddenly loses interest in what they do. It's a subtle slip away. So I would recommend strongly that Gifty, rather than focusing on he not giving tithe and he not going to church, because there are individuals sitting in church and giving tithe and they are worse than the devil. Mm. Okay. That is not to countenance his 
lack of interest in going to church. But sit with your husband and appreciate what he may be going through. What questions he may have on his mind concerning the place that he had so previously been passionate about. Yeah. But you know that sometimes from you know, many interactions, yeah. there are signs of something deeper. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not just... No, I think, but that's what yeah, Marie so, has said. I'm only not, adding the yeah, other side. Sometimes it's not just from the church. Sometimes is the waning of the commitment, like yeah. Marie has said. Mm. But, I mean, please go on. I'll just so, yeah, I understand. Mm. I mean, I, I wanted to bring that dimension okay. because there are individuals who, for instance, may have observed a pastor's errant behavior. Mm. And decided to fall back. And decided to fall back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was in a meeting and somebody was talking to a, f a group of people mm -hmm. about how he had become disappointed in a pastor he had mm -hmm. followed for 30 years, yes. certainly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. if you become disappointed in a pastor you have followed for 30 years, mm -hmm. clearly, Mickey, you won't go there. That's true. Because he's no longer your shepherd. But to these people, what I say is that you are not there for the pastor. Mm -hmm. yeah. You are not there because of the pastor. The pastor never ransomed you. He never yes. saved you. Of course, it's a struggle to be under the sh shepherding guidance of a person who clearly has become errant. Mm -hmm or has become exploitative in the way he does his things. And so you may want to find a, a new shepherd. Exactly. Exactly more. My uh -huh. you, have to, you have to find a new shepherd and not necessarily abandon sale. That's right. Uh -huh. That's true. Yeah, but the wife has to have a conversation. But what yeah. I, what For me, I'm, the conversation Ali, is important. Yeah. I think that the good sign that he could bounce back is the fact that he has not tried to stop the child, the wife and children. From going to Usually church. that's what happens. Uh -huh. I have seen situations where people mm. drop their family and they drive off mm. to oh, yeah. a mutual joint. Yes. These were the guys who were also eager yes. so quick. So yes. now sometimes people get distracted. Yes. Sometimes yes. even yes. their company. From yes. their, yes. Sometimes yes. they change in the yes. com company. Yes. Yes. The sometimes. company's priority now becomes a mutual yes. on Sunday yes. or right. football on yes. Sunday uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, or some gym activity, aerobics yeah. on yes. Sunday. There's something that can take your attention. Suddenly that replaces your passion and interest in So you need to you got, to guide, you got to guide your heart. Yes. Let me read a few more. But there's this thing that keeps coming. This songwriter said, Some say we've lost <laughs> our way. Yeah. Some say the world has gone astray. Stray. But if you know where you're going, there's nothing you can do. For problems will come and they will leave you. The world will try to deceive you. But the truth will always being your soul, oh. something to think about. Hello, Farm Life. Thanks for this topic. My boys were sorting out laundry clothes before I washed them and tuning to hear this topic. Thank you for making me know I'm on the right track. And other tips giving. Now listening from UK, can't stop listening to Farm Life. Shout out to you, Grace. Thank you, Grace. Yeah, Grace. That's, uh, that, that's so chilling. Sense yeah. Goosebumps all over my body. Oh, Good morning, Farm Life team. Thank you very much for the insights you share every Saturday morning. Listening to you every Saturday inspires me and affirms that I'm on the track to having healthy relationships. My comment is with last week's discussion on nakedness. Hmm. The challenge with those of us who choose to remain pure before marriage is that there are times when we feel we do not belong to our generation. We get teased at times 
to by friends or work colleagues. But personally, I'm guided by the Bible, so I find strength in there. That's commendable. Uh, Additionally, hearing you speak highly of people like us who have chosen to reveal our nakedness, I'm sure it's not to... Ah, okay, chosen to reveal our nakedness only to our married spouses is really a good source of inspiration. Do well to speak more on these issues. Thank you once again. This is Ella from Asha Lebochwe. Ella, shout out to you. Keep going, keep going. Never, 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 never dose off the fire. Good morning, Farm Life. In fact, um, teaching the kids house chores is important. The kids at home this week because their school is an an examination center. My first girl is nine, and it's amazing how they sweep, uh, wash their bags and bowls. I asked her yesterday to scrub the bathroom when going to work. She did not... She did it. Oh, she did not like mine, but she did not do it like mine, but it was clean, okay? Uh, I took ill in the evening, and she prepared rice with gizzard. Can you imagine? At nine. (laughs) Chinese is powerful. Uh, My girls can do the, you know, when they were young, they do the anguamo. (laughs) 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 But anguamo has prestige. There's a certain... Hotel Going, where I they see. do Anguamo on, on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey, premium, you should go and see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like they say, Anguamo. I'll, I'll hold my comments. Anguamo. <laughs> all right, so thank you, Ella, and uh, all the rest for what you shared. And like we keep saying, the world system will come against you. Okay, we have another one and, from America. Uh, just a minute. The world system will come against you, and that would make you feel pressurized. Mm-hmm. But doing the right thing mm-hmm. does not always come easy and cheap. Oh yeah. But when you know, that's why we keep talking about values and principles. There are things you must break or bend. There are things you must not. Mm-hmm. Values and principles you must not break yeah. and bend. Other things that have to do with taste, variations and varieties. Yes, you can bend, and you sometimes have to, for the reason of convergence and stuff. But when it comes to the principles and the values, you need to hold them and tag them deep. And the one who does not share them is a sign that maybe you are not meant to be together. Because eventually, the, the sad part is how now the young ones think that sex is love. Hmm. And so you hear over and over again ladies telling you that the young guy say, if I love him and I don't give him sex, then I don't really love him. True love wits, let me not say it enough. True love wits, let me mm-hmm. not say it enough. True love wits, mm-hmm. if somebody really loves you, they'll wait for you. They'll yeah. respect your nakedness and respect your dignity. Sex is an intimate relation. It's the deepest form of connection. And so we should not take it lightly. Because you are making it so light and put it on cars, display half-naked women, put it on uh, what phone sales and whatever. So, And because people are playing on the psychology of men, they know that we men are influenced by what we see. And so they are playing on that. And so they are not actually selling you the phone. They are working on your mind. Mm-hmm. And you buy the phone because you are seeing a half-naked or partially-naked woman. Don't go for the bit. Stand strong in what you believe. But I know that that's what really matters. You know, there's something happening here, Mickey. I shared it this week in a meeting with parents where a young man gave me an app which I installed on my phone to help me to download some videos. And I was amazed, Charlie. The interfaces that come, Mickey. After this meeting, I'll show you some of it. So, And it comes in the form of a cartoon. 
Mm. And and it's so invasive into yeah, the yeah. subconscious of, of a young person. I can imagine young people being mm-hmm. exposed to this. Mm-hmm. The curiosity alone that it triggers. Yeah. And you want to read and see what is there. Mm-hmm. you know. And they look cool, but they are very deceptive. Mm-hmm. Very a, deceptive. It's a subtle attempt of, 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 of drawing men mm-hmm. and women in without their awareness. Well, good morning from life. I am from Africa and migrated to the United States with my family. I have adapted to the Western lifestyle family, family system, system, meaning I only focus on my wife and kids and rather don't focus on extended family financially. Therefore, I'm considered to be a mean person. I need your advice. And this is from M. Johnson from Pennsylvania State in right, the so United please, States. Please we'll, we'll, we'll give it attention. Eric from Konongo. Some parents don't know how to do those chores themselves. <laughs> They've always had mates. So how do they teach their children? I also think that morality should be more enshrined than domesticated activities. That is one. Uh, it's not particularly wise because he or she knows how to cook or sweep. Nonetheless, basic skills like core subjects in school, even though one might end up majoring in something else, but peradventure, he or she may find interest in that same core activities and major to become a chef into bracket cooking or an interior decorator cleaning uh, good morning. Thank you very much for your. Um, this is this is wrap up. Yes. What I'll say to that is that yes, there's a core, but both of them are important. Mm. You see, it's not what, an either or. What, what what we are making the world to become is being extremely selective. Mm-hmm. But you need the morality and you need the housekeeping skills because mm. even some people can't differentiate between what is clean and what is not just because you know what they call adaptability syndrome. Yeah. Mm. If you stay in a room that is smelling for a while, the smell goes away yeah. because your nose adapts to it. Adapts to it it takes yeah. a different person coming to tell you that your room is smelly. It's the same <laughs> thing. If you don't teach the child the principles of morality, value principles, and also of proper housekeeping, then they may not know it. And they may not even know when they need to change their clothes or when their body odor is bad. So it's a key element that parents need to And so it's sadly parents don't know. And that's what we are talking about, the cycle. We need to change the cycle. We need to change the cycle. The cycle where it keeps getting worse from one generation to the other, and then it, it, it bounces back worse. So what is going to happen is that we become so fluid that there's no structure. But fluidity must be within a rigid form. So it's rigidity and fluidity, not fluidity without rigidity. So we agree with you, the morality, yes, but the other core skills too are important. So that's also not, also not, it's also a core skill, not an, uh, not an elective. So knowing how to cook is not an elective. It's a core subject, <laughs> just like morality is my thinking, adding to what you've shared so graciously with us. Yeah, like I, I said, I mean, none of these things is mutually exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life is a whole. And therefore, holistic development is what we are all looking at. And holistic development will mean that you have to be balanced. Yeah. You cannot be jack of all trades, Yes. But you can be one who 
learns to become versatile. And that's the word, versatile. You know, if, if you become versatile, you don't know everything, but you appreciate everything. Yeah. You know, sometimes the, the impression is created as though you've got to be a master of all those things. That's yeah. not the essence of life. And if you do that, then what would others who have certain proficiencies do? do. They also need to provide service to be rewarded. All right, thank you. It needs, you need to be focused right and get things in place. Please keep your comments or contributions coming on 0549-986-996. 0549-986-996. We'll shortly open the phone lines as well and we'll run both along. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Please stay tuned. City 97.3. Accra. City 97.3. That come to my mind immediately is Betul and Fifi Donko. My 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 own schoolmate Nunya Kadebeku, calling Rizzi and all the rest of them. Big up to the Blaubi as they call themselves. Alright, let's take a spot of music today. We are, this one is made in Ghana, and once again we are celebrating and and and, and, and jubilating with those who have just written their BC. Some I know up close. Uh, big ups to all of you out there. Perez Music says, Blema Tessa is a guy song made and brewed in Ghana. And today, interestingly, the Queen of Abeka has passed and she believed to rest at a service at Harvest at 10 a.m. wish the family well. Her children, grandchildren, and all the family. We pray grace and sustainment for them in such a time as this. Blema Tessa by Perez Music and we'll be right back. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah.
so we all should not dance naked and the three things i often like to say is that if there's any three things each one of us including myself speaking to you now should watch is that we need first to be teachable secondly we need to be tender and thirdly we need to be tough all right let's take the first caller good morning your name and where you are calling from please oh okay i think we lost the line so we are still in tune oh no i think yeah hello good morning Good morning, sir. Your name, please, and where you're calling from, and then you can kindly go ahead and make your contribution. Uh, my name is Ma. Your name is? Maudu. Ma- Ma- oh, Maudu, okay. Please, your, where are you calling from? I'm calling from... Oh, your line is breaking. You're calling from... Pando. Pando, wow. Thank you. Oh, wow. Greetings from... Love to Pando, folks. Uh, this, this I have been the program my this morning. Okay. We are listening to you, sir. Uh, more efficiently, the way we say we parents, we should help our children to know their future. Please, can you position yourself well a bit? We are missing out on all the precious things you are telling us. Okay, okay, then I'll call back. Oh, maybe you may not. Okay, let's, let's see. You can call back. Let's hope you can able to come through. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, so please try and call back. Yes. So teachability because everybody is a learner or should be a learner. There are some folks who are so full of themselves, are masters of all the survey. Okay, we have somebody on the on the line. Good morning, please. Your name and where you are calling from? Good morning. Good morning. My name yeah. is Takofa. Hey, long time to <laughs> here, my sister. How are you? <laughs> my God's grace, I'm fine. All right. So what do you have for us? Um, yeah, I just want to thank you, people so much. As for me, I have learned a lot from you people, and I'm still learning. All I want to say this morning is that God continue to increase you and endow you with deeper wisdom so that you can keep teaching us for us to keep learning for the journey ahead of us. Thank you. Thank you very have much. Have a blessed day. You too, my sister, and thank you so much for sharing us. We are grateful for your feedback as well. Yes, so I was on teachability. Mm. Teachability because sometimes, you know, what somebody will say, the arrogance of ignorance. Sometimes we think we know everything. Recently, somebody was driving his vehicle and had a puncture. I mean, he passed by something, and the tire was coming down. It took a little boy to draw his attention that your mm. tire is flat. There are a few vehicles which are the subscripted kind that would indicate the tire pressure, so you mm. know. But most of the vehicles don't have that. Mm. So no matter how much we know, there's still more to know. And you may be a professor or a doctor or whatever. You, a doctor, you are normally in a certain sphere or knowledge of things. All right, somebody else on the line. Good morning, your name and where you're calling from, please. Good morning. My kiddies. Hey, Gamaliel. Sweet kiddies. Right and fast. Opa, say, opa, so. Zam, zam, zam. Kiddies, examiners. B-E-C-E. To write and pass. Totally, 100%. I want to be a lawyer, so I write my B-E-C. I want to be a doctor, so I write and pass my B-E-C. I want to be a politician, so I write for my professor studies. I do my household chores, cooking. Shipping, two four hours a day, totally. Oh, totally, my kiddie. Thank you. Thank you, champion poet Gamalil. We are grateful. Thank you very much, Gamalil, for your contribution. We are grateful. 
One day we have to bring him into the studio. Yes, we we do. <laughs> One of these days. You to never. give every every contribution a line of poetry. <laughs> yes, you. yes, so today I was on what I was saying, teachability. teachability. So when, when you have the posture that you know it all and you are, you are an epitome of wisdom and knowledge, doesn't matter why you're a parent. And often from where we sit and, and, and interact with, a lot of times there are homes where people think they are the most spiritual and fathers don't listen to their wives and their children. They call for family meetings and everything is about what they want the family to do and nobody else's contribution. You miss out. Why would you fly with one wing if you're a double plane, uh, double engine plane, hmm. when you could fly with both engines and you have less stress? So every one of us needs to be teachable. Secondly, it's about tenderness. Now, tenderness is where forgiveness dwells. It's where kindness dwells. It's where um, affection dwells. It's where romance dwells. Every one of us needs to be tender. Some people have it naturally, some don't. The same with the teachability. Some have it naturally and some don't. But we all need to learn to be. We must put ourselves under pressure to become tender. Then the last one is toughness. It takes tough people to sub- succeed and to survive. Toughness in being holding on to the principles. When we spoke about it in the, the privilege of nakedness, somebody shared, yes, sometimes it takes toughness to even to say no to the guy who's giving you pressure to, to give him to sex or to send him a nude photo of yourself. It takes toughness. It also takes toughness to brace the storm when all the odds are against you and everything seems not to work right. When sometimes the unexpected happens, it takes toughness to be able to withstand the pressure. So toughness has to do with the things you do. Toughness also has to do with the things you choose not to do. And all of us as work in progress need to be teachable, need to be tender, and we need to be tough. And it's a lifelong learning. It doesn't matter whether you're 70 years or 15 or even much younger. All of us can learn to be tender can learn to be teachable and can learn to be tough. The more we learn to be arrogant and full of ourselves, then the more we are likely not to make the best use of ourselves, of our families, of our homes. There are wives similarly who don't respect their husbands because they earn more and think life is just about money. And there are husbands who don't respect their wives because they earn more. Life is bigger than that. Family is key. Relationships are crucial. And without much mincing of words, I'd want to encourage each one of us to keep learning, to always examine whether we are on track. And if you are not afraid, like I am not, and I encourage people not to be, let your family examine you. Let them tell you how well you are doing. You'll hmm. be amazed. Teenagers say that, I was speaking to a certain teenager recently, he said a lot of the parents don't know what their children do. Children go to school and on to drugs, are going to town to have sex with girls. Why is it so? And when they come home, they try and become like the prim and proper. It's because we are not engaging. Don't run your home like a, like, like, like a military barracks. Run your home like a home setting where people feel loved and cared for, where people are not afraid to expose who they are so they can be helped. Don't let people be hypocrites and have double-faced lives. It's becoming too many and it's becoming too frequent. And let's teach our children to do right. It's better for them to get less doing the right thing than to get more doing the wrong thing. And wealth is not just money. Wealth is far more than this money. Let's not let the money craze go on so people will go on radio and TV and advertise all kind of money schemes and people fall for it. Today I'm on high spirits. I'm on fire. <laughs> Let's get it right, my brothers. Let it right, my sisters. Let us get it right. Our community is being thrown away. There's galamsey everywhere and we seem not to be able to do something. It's not good enough. The end does not justify the means. The means is as important as the end. If you don't hear anything I'm saying this morning, Please take note. No, the means <laughs> is as important as the end. You know? We cannot run a nation. We cannot run a family. We cannot run a school 
and around the community when all we see and do is deception, hypocrisy, and lies. Kola, we are here for you. I'm on fire this morning. <laughs> Good morning. Your name and where you are calling from, please. Okay, we missed the call. So let me open. Yes. I, I had I had I had something that broke my heart of leadership of a faith community yeah. in a, an area, yeah. a certain part of this country, yeah. where they decided to break part of the church building mm -hmm. simply because somebody had a, a metal detector or a device that could detect gold. Wow. And the leaders mm -hmm. stood in front of the lot and mm -hmm. told them, we have to reconfigure the building. Mm -hmm. And the intention was actually to break that part and dig for the gold. Whoa. And they did this and shared the money amongst themselves. Oh, so they really they actually it. did it. And this is the extent to which people can go. Isn't it because we have glorified money, you see? But the glorification of money is, is as ancient as... No. It is as ancient. We have glorified it for a very long time. No, but look the, at by, who, by the, by the who level. is seen as a prestigious individual yeah, no, in, but, a, by the in, a, in no, our world. But, I'm but, not even. I'm not even just looking at Ghana. Yes, I'm talking but, about global yes, phenomenon. Yes, but the extent now is more crazy because of the advent of social media and the ability to connect easily. Look at it. So Let me show you something. And then secondly, because our value systems are going down, whilst the the the, the, the accentuation of the the optics optics is going up, the value of, of uh, morals and ethics and whatever is going down. Mickey. So it's coming up. So the young people see on TV, people displaying wealth. They can double your money. They see... Have you, heard of, have you forgotten about the case where the guys recently, they said when they arrested, they said they wanted to have a certain kind of car for their festival that was coming on. So Mickey. they took an Okada guy, went to kill him and went to use it for money. Yeah, I heard that. Yes. Did you, did you listen to the song that came many years ago that says... Get rich quick or die trying. Mm. Hmm. Yes. If, if, if you know the number of young men and women mm. who bought into this <laughs> utopic mindset, mm. and it informed the way they conducted themselves, especially amongst young people. I've had young boys who go and sleep in the cemetery. Yeah. I'm talking about like 20 years back, not, not recent to sleep in the cemetery for two weeks just to make money. Yes. But, but so much. what I'm saying is that for me, for me, the reason... My thing is the scalability. Yesterday, yeah, I was about scalability. Everything, everything, everything is scaling. Yes. Lottery is scaling. Promiscuity is scaling. So I think we should not belittle the point. No, no, no. no. For me, I'm not belittling it. But you see, it's important for people not to get into the space of thinking it hasn't existed. Because sometimes some individuals, some individuals make it look like, oh, I didn't know it was that bad. Of but course. But it has always been that bad. No, it's worse than before. I think we should make I, a distinction. For instance, lottery. Okay. I, no, I think we should let make... Me, let I me think, give you an example. I, I think we should make the distinction. Oh, well, as for, as because, for that one, you, everybody see, can make the, a case the, no, for what they're the, talking the about. Scalability, the scalability... The, um, no. Population size alone itself the, would... The, co Contribute uh, to scalability. Technology has made exactly. it more... So Look at it. People didn't know. The, the scalability. For, for a very long when, time... When we were young, pornography... Before you can get access to it, magazines, only people had it, or video. Right now, pornography is thrown at you without even asking, just Biggie, because you have a phone. Let me show like, you something. A, a certain lady said, 
the phone has become a weapon of mass distraction because <laughs> on it comes the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can show you so, that before you blame it on the phone, in this country, there, was, there were papers, tabloids, that on the front covers had nude women that bombarded people's minds for over 10 years in this country. Amos, I now, when you, I, I there was a particular I, yes. paper, if you pick it, now it's very famous private paper. When you open the center spread, it was called gunshot. Hmm. Look, make, the, 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 the and, see, and all those things, all those uh, things, you see, wait, they wait, are wait. subtle, but they sow seeds into people over a period of time. That is, and the seeds then become a harvest. When it's a harvest, it's plenty. That, that but is, when it's that, in a seed is, form, that, you will not even see that it is happening. Look, there was a time when you go to Facebook, for instance, you will see Ghanaian quote-unquote celebrities fronting their number of cars they have the number of properties they have. Exactly. Some even showing what they have at East Legon. Others will say, oh, they used to do uh, the small, menial job, and all of a sudden they can buy property in this place, property in that place. And then it became something that looks very attractive what, what, to the young people. What, what word did and you don't use? forget... Use the, use the word Facebook. Facebook. So that's what we are telling Look, you. That what I'm saying the, is The this. proportion, the scalability of the thing is oh, something we should I not have deny. Never, that, I have never discounted that. That's the only point no, that no, no. I want to add to all the good things you are saying. No, what I'm trying to also draw attention yes. to is this. Look, sometimes the thing is happening and individuals play the ostrich and make it look like it isn't happening. But for the young people, their, their numbers alone makes it such that when they take an act, the exponential growth with which it comes, it is obvious. I mean, we have the largest pool of young people in the history of humanity. You're talking about under, uh, between... 10 to 24, you're talking about 1.8 billion young people. And that's huge. If they take 20% of that to follow one miscreant, I mean, Mickey is going to be a scaled-up activity. Yeah, so I won't discount that. But what I'm saying is that there is a subtle shift that occurs that I pray that adults, well-meaning adults for that matter, and parents should observe. Because if you don't observe it when it's in the seed form, it will grow and bring fruit and then the fruit will be a scale up. Let, let me add what you're saying. Basically, that is where we are, where we are. You remember one message I was sending, somebody said, parents don't even know how to keep home. That's exactly the thing. It's been going on. They don't, they don't know how and, to do the house chores. And, and, so and, 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 and it's getting worse because now it's been scaled up. And so, every well-meaning parent first must realize that they are students of life. They must try and get their head screwed on. They must have their heart checked right. Because there's the head, the heart, and the hands. When the heart is corrupt, what the head and the hands do are only a manifestation of what is in the heart. Mm. So check what is in your heart. And largely, we say we Ghanaians are what uh, patriotic people, but we are not largely. Mm. It appears not to be. Because right now, people will put money over life. We, we are people hospitable put money. people. Yes. Ghanaians are hospitable, but yes, I don't think but, they are that patriotic. Yeah, exactly. because we... We used to say we were, but mm. now, largely our own manifestations seem to show otherwise. And people would go to any extent to have some things, no matter what it takes. And now we grow, because we glorify money, go to a filling station and drive a, a V8. The way they treat you is different from when you're driving a, a simple salon car. <laughs> and that is a mindset. So everybody is get rich. And get rich by what means we don't care. We all need to pause, all of us, including myself and all of us in the studio. Where is... Where 
and what is happening. And of course, scripture says that in the end time, it's going to get worse. God's darkness. So it's going to happen. But will you be among those who choose that path vis-a-vis those who stay on the narrow? Is there the somebody on the line? Good morning. Your name and where you're calling from, please. Nana Kose. Nana Kose, please go ahead. Ghanaians are hospitable people to foreigners, not Ghanaians. Please. Oh, that's the truth. See, look at our airport. Let me give you a simple example. When you go to other people's country, yes. who are the people who join the queue and keep long? Is it not foreigners? Yes. And the citizens, they have the easiest way yeah, of maneuvering. Yes. And when you get to Kotoka Airport, who, which people join the queue and keep long? Is it not Ghanaians? Yes, and the sir. foreigners will just have a smooth uh, entry. Yes, when you come to our hotels, when they are renting into Ghanaians, look at how difficult. Let the foreigners call right now. So, yes. We've, we've, we've won the trophy to the outside, outside there that we are hospitable people. But to the fellow Ghanaian, we are not. And that is the basic truth. That Na, is the... Nana Kwesi, would you agree yes, that Ghanaians have PhD, pull him down, we pull ourselves down? Do you, well, do you agree that's with that too? Also, yeah, that's also there. That's, see, there's a lot of realities that we, we, we fail to recognize and we think that it's funny. We pride ourselves in certain things, and I, I hear them, and I, it's funny. And I'm like, it's funny. Because they're doing all of this in services to foreigners, not to the fellow Ghanaians. So, what are we doing? Can I? See? Uh, yes, I'm listening. Yes, um, your assertion I think, I think on... you can give space so that others would speak. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Thank you very much. Your assertion That's on um, the airport, or analogy with, you did with the airport, I think that... Um, it can be you can relook at it because when you come to Ghana, we are coming to our country, country, so there are more people coming. Numbers who are Ghanaians. That's why you find that long yeah. queue. The foreigners are few, so mm-hmm. their queue it goes faster. It's the same way when we go to other people's country, their citizens their queue is very long. Yeah. But with the foreigners, we are not many, so you find yourself going through. So that analogy you have to look at it well. But um, generally, I think that Ghanaians are hospitable. Um, whether to foreigners or to ourselves, at least you listen to your fellow friend and 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 you know pay attention and all that, which sometimes you don't get in other places. So to a certain scale, yes, we are hospitable and and people appreciate that. We we you 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 definitely get help if you fall. Somebody will rush to you to your aid and, and not leave you to lie there and die. And that's the danger that's, of that's what there. development. You know, for somebody yeah. who studied planning, mm-hmm. I always say that the danger we are facing is that we are imbibing everything line, hook, and sinker. And that is a dangerous part. Amos has often said here that it takes a community to raise a child. Raising a child now does not mean that you have to beat somebody's child when they are wrong. But mm-hmm. even cautioning them or helping them out. But what yeah. is happening now is that because of all the issues that are coming, it's going to get worse. Soon people will watch it. Now it's happening. People see somebody drowning or in a critical condition. The first thing they want to do is bring out their phone, not to get your help, give your help. And that's what development is making us to become. So it's increasingly important that we don't lose sight because what is being thrown at us is naturally going to cause us to waver and to to align wrongly. But we need to realign and do what makes us be hospitable, not just for what is in it for you, but be hospitable for what it is worth. We've done kindness here on radio, and we said that kindness is an act that you should do not for for or in expectation of what you get in return. Let's not always think that money. And, and, and status and everything is everything. We need 
to reflect but better. All I think this message here is very important. It says, please, could you highlight on parents' expectations of the BEC outcomes of their children and how to go about it should the outcome become poor? Then let us not forget also that the universities, uh, 400, um, level 400 people, Guys, yeah. I mean, people are also done with school <laughs> and are now home. Uh, likewise, all service persons are also done at home. If a parent has these three at home, how can he or she manage? Secondly, are these all the youngsters between ages 13? These to, are all. These are all, sorry, these are all young persons with, between the bracket of 13 and 25. Is there something beneath? Um, it's scary, Richard. Uh, thank you for bringing attention to that. Uh, good morning from life. I am a regular listening to your show every morning while I'm at work. Your program has served as cement, which has cemented a crack on my family, and all is well now. Oh, wow, praise God. And thanks for your informative and educative program. This is from MJ from uh, Pennsylvania State, United yeah, States of America. Good morning, Farm Life. I have been very careful when we try to scrutinize the moral fabric of our present generation without critically looking at the kind of music we listen Hey. <laughs> And sing both in church and out of church. Um, though a lot of us tend to talk about the lyrics, it is not so. It's about the music structure. The music structure is very important. It is the music structure which communicates before the lyrics are considered. Our understanding of music is really eroding the good side of our spiritual and social lives. We need to holistically approach the music we listen to and play on air. Uh, this is from Uncle Ben of McCarthy Hills. Is that all we have? Uh, good morning from life. I really appreciate this program and also learn a lot. Big ups and keep up the good words. James Fortune, Spinkter's Road. Good morning from life. I want to say happy birthday to our son that turns two today. Oh, hi, Nathan. Um, hola. hola. God bless him with wisdom to excel in academic as, as well as life, okay? So please, let's add as well as life. <laughs> this is from Mama Faustina Soji. Oh, kudos, Nathan. As the saying goes, not all that glitters is gold, but gold do shine. So implying not all who are good cleaners or good cooks are morally upright, but godliness is next to cleanliness. cleanliness. You see, a fool is not only who doesn't That's know wisdom, but one who doesn't want to know. But here in Ghana, they choose to mock them that they don't know than only... To teach, okay. My okay. sister had to learn how to sew after the university, and the community felt it was beneath her at her level. Some may have skipped certain basic skills as children and now want to learn, but for fear of being mocked, yeah, that's also mm. very, yeah, they don't, don't even, even ask, ask to know. Good morning. 
All right, please let, let's pause a bit. Is there any reflection on any of them? Uncle Ben, I think we should mention the full name of the guy. Please scroll up a bit. Which one? The one from the... The BC... Uh, no, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania guy. Thank you. Nah, he talked he, about... No, because... Initially he no, I've read an uh, earlier but, message. Both of them, we didn't mention his yes, full name. Yes. So I think we should, mm. in fairness to him, because we mentioned the full name of others. So Momo. I think we should. Yeah. It's Momo, Momo jo- Johnson. Momo. Yes, Momo, Momo Johnson. From, Momo Johnson. Momo Johnson from, yeah. from, uh, yes, from Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. We are mentioning mm-hmm. your name now, because we think it's fair on you. Right, please scroll up. Where did we get to? Is there any issue of anything that's been raised? So we can let it Mama, we, jo- we can. Uh, Johnson talked about the fact that when he moved to the U.S., he adapted the Western state. Yeah, yeah. And it's not taking care of his extended family. And he's coming back say. with the and explanation that the show has helped him. Oh, okay. Is it, is, is, is it, is it, is it ex- helped him with the extended family thing? No, yeah, no, he sorted out the issues. There was a crack in there that had been fixed. In his family, that's what he's come back to state because the first one was commending the program. Okay, yeah, so okay. please let's address okay. Richard's concern. He has the, the biggest issue is the BC having a yes, BC that, that's Richard, that's Richard. Guy, he has yes. having all those so please, young people. Someone should address that quickly mm-hmm. so we can go. Mm-hmm. He has no, no, no young he has someone who's finished uni, uni. He's raising the fact that think of parents who have all these at home, at not home. him in yeah. person. Yeah. Okay, so who address that please quickly? Then no, but I think that as parents, we know know these things and so we should not get into a state of paranoia yeah i mean the young people being home they won't be home for they won't be home for forever. a lifetime yes of no, course so those who so are so going to be job seekers yes so we well. have raised issues that they can think of volunteering mm-hmm. they can think of apprenticeship they can think of learning a new skill my friend atasono posted something on facebook he took an uber and the lady looked like somebody who is not really welcoming that much but she spoke very brilliant english and he engaged this lady only to discover that there's a, pe- a person who had lived abroad mm. and had come back to ghana was doing uber abroad mm. decided to come to ghana well educated but she's doing uber in ghana mm. and she seemed to like the job and says to him i'm working to pay off this and then the car will become mine mm-hmm. you know he didn't, and he put some lessons he learned. When he saw the lady at first, he felt this is not something she should be doing. And that's what he's addressing. There's a need for us to come to a place of saying that nothing is above me. If the young people don't that's, come that's, to that's that... That's other person. Not yeah, okay. yeah, I'm right. adding the two because okay. if you don't come to a place as a young person of appreciating that no job is above you, Beneath you. uh, Beneath you, sorry. You are above every job and everything is beneath. You will not be able to learn any skill. Mm. One of our girls came from Canada all the way to Ghana. Do you know what she came to do? To learn how to sew. She came to sew, learn how to sew for four months. She went back to Canada. She's making money out of that. I mean, she's gone through university and everything, and yet she's come to learn sewing. So there's a need for our young people to understand that you can be multi-skilled. And don't become narrowed and pigeonholed in any particular thing. And so whilst you're at home, whether you are 400, the 400, for instance, can organize classes. Depending on the program you, you read in the university, you can organize classes and make some small cash out of it. Or even get some internship to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, you so know the one who is doing done with national the service. The national service. You are looking for a job, but in in the interim, in I think you time, can look for some things exactly. to do, depending on what you are, so where your interest is. If you are siblings, yeah. for instance, you can come together. These whole cooperatives, mm-hmm. you know, cooperatives are very good. Young men and women can come together. We've all finished university program. You did science. You did. did, 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 did. When you look at these um, reset classes that were organized, mm-hmm. they were organized by individuals who came together as friends. Those days, okay. yeah. Yeah. And some of them, aside one that was set by an individual, many of the ones, for instance, in Tema, were set by friends or brothers, siblings who came together and started it. And it became an institutionalized thing that is actually now paying for other things that they they do and then have now also employed others to be part so we can be very innovative and thank god the young people are very creative these days you know i was listening to a girl who is using bottles champagne bottles to create artistic stuff and she's a doctor she's not an artist she ne- she didn't do art so cross cutting yeah. you know so so people should be innovative and also be observant you see one of the things i see with creative people is that they're observant and they know the needs within the society and it is the needs within the society they try to um respond to the indians have a statement that says that a problem is an opportunity to create something yeah you know if thomas edison had looked at the problems he faced I don't think we would have had a light bulb. Uh-huh. We had a story of over 900 or so times he tried and failed. And so failing at some things is also part of life. When you do it, you may fail. But today, one of the things I fear for many young people, everybody wants to have their own company. Yes. Must it be that you should run your own, own company? company? Can't you and your friends come together? You did accounting. This one did this. Can't you come together and design something that can provide a far-reaching, you know, enduring service so that you grow together. This whole Lone Ranger thing is scary. Yeah. I want to add something with regards to what the guy raised about the range of the children. Some parents have not connected with their children generally over the years. And so for them, it's quite a bit of a nightmare. Mm. And so what I would say is that it's never too late. Begin to connect and you cannot force connectivity or connection. So the first thing is take baby steps. Find out what they want to do, what they are interested in. Now have family discussions as to what everybody wants to do. Perhaps get them to write it out and then create a synergy. Do an amalgamation of what everybody in the family wants to do and then now try and take steps to implement it and then review it as it goes along. Don't be the one who only comes up with what everybody should do. Hear what they want to do. If some of them are far-fetched or are not appropriate, then readjust it or, or modify it. But those are steps to take in order to make them functional. Like it's been said, whether it has to do with somebody getting a side job or learning a skill or being an intern or whatever, those are all things you can look at. But let it be a holistic thing so that everybody in the family has a say in what the family should be and do. A family is not just the head. family is every member of it. And a home is not just a house. It's a place where one can feel to be himself or herself. This is what somebody had on their wall in the office. He said that we believe in mutual respect for all, irrespective of color, class, or creed, and in the dignity of honest labor. Please note the underlying word is honest labor. It's not just labor. So you can't just do anything and then think that because you are earning money, it's it. So let's teach our children 
to understand that nothing is below you once it's done honestly and with respect for others mutually it is worth doing so whether you have to learn dress making or fashion design or you have to learn to be a carpenter or learn to be a bricklayer or a mason or learn to be a grass cutter rarer a farmer whatever it is there's dignity in honest labor and that is something that we must let come out clearly and strongly and like we said in the three t's to be tough means that sometimes you are going against the grain you are swimming against the tide people will laugh at you now if you continue you may succeed and like amos said if you fail doesn't mean that you are a failure failing is only one more step towards learning how to make it work and like you use the example of edison over 999 times if he stopped on the thousandth one won't have a light bulb so it doesn't matter how many times you've tried every failing is a learning curve but because we make it seem as though everybody it's the whole dynamic of how we define things we only call people who have succeeded or we think have succeeded come and speak to us we don't know that the person has succeeded maybe only tried once and worked for him he doesn't have reference or history somebody may have tried 99 times or 99 or 999 times so in where we bring people to share with us some people say it's always the end that justifies the means and that you should only reward what outcomes it's not always so sometimes learn from the lessons of the journey so let's have a more holistic view of how we are raising our children and society and that will go a long way to make them realize that sometimes you only would build to a point and somebody will stand on your shoulder to get higher all that is part of success it's not only the one who's reached the highest height who is successful if we begin to change that narrative our children will become to do and to do things that sometimes will end us higher up in posterity so please yeah. let's reflect so, on that. um to just to add to that um i'm just remembering when i was young those days when we had all that three months um long vacation yeah. and all that vacation and planning yeah I, I didn't used to get that opportunity i really looked forward to you pampered at home i really looked forward to you were pampered at home but um i had this art teacher i i i was i i was then I was not even really doing the art, but I was interested in artistic things. So there was this art teacher who lived um, in our neighborhood, and he used to make collages. Mm. So I, I found it very intriguing, and I, I remember I spoke to him, and he said I could come. He said I could come and then um, learn it. But how he, he taught me, he didn't charge me. I just went there. He taught me a little, and I was doing it for him all the time. Those days, I'll do it, and then he'll go and put it in at UTC and and sell them. And he won't give me some of the money, and I was getting upset at a point. And I remember my dad telling me, "It's not everything that you have to get money. Apprenticeship is very important." I'm I'm saying this to buttress the point that, um, or um, talk about the point, um, Papa. Amos talked about that. Everybody's trying to set up something on his own. But you have to learn to be an apprentice first. Sometimes people just start, uh, I, I'm also an entrepreneur, I have my own business, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they fall. They, they, they don't get anywhere. Serve as an apprentice in somebody's institution, somebody who has done it and done it and done it, and learn the tricks. So these are your opportunities to go and be an apprentice or help somebody and i think it helped me it's helped me a lot with that um 
mindset. That mindset where I was with this man and well, he gave me lunch and I did his work for him mm. and I learned a lot. It helped me a lot. It, it helps you in so many Moral. areas. It that opens your Moral. mind. Yeah. And, and at another point, I was also doing music, play, mm. playing the piano and all wow. that. So I had opportunity to try my hands um, on different things, which I give thanks to my parents who allowed me to do that. And okay. so it helps me. When I go anywhere, I don't find myself too deficient, Handicap. you mm. know. So these are the when you are home and don't, you know, throw your hands in despair that um, because I'm sitting at home, it's there's so much you can do. Um, like Mickey rightly said, as a parent, find the interest of your children and encourage them mm. to learn from, look for good areas that these days, maybe you might not even get it free. You might have to pay a little bit, but let them exactly. do it somebody, to occupy them. Hopefully yeah. next week, somebody I'll share a link. Okay. I'll share a link for parents where they have over 3,000 courses for okay. free, and these are certificated courses okay. recognized in Europe. Okay. And it's free of charge awesome. for those of us in Africa. So, somebody has brought up the issue that we didn't have the, the extended family. know how to do the extended family. I mean, yes, that's the issue. Well, he was no, suggesting no, we so, should so, take so, it up next week. That's no, what he, he no, sent a message. No, so can we just someone touch yeah. on it briefly? And what I want to say is that one of the ways we can help our young children in this era where the social media is, what they call the ace of fables. It's one okay. of the things I have used. Yeah, you know, of fables. The lessons yeah. have long-lasting effects. Like the, the, the one of the my favorites is the 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 the, 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 the father, the and the son and the donkey, the miller and the son uh, yeah. and the donkey. That where ball. they listen to everybody's thing to yeah. they carry the donkey and the donkey mm-hmm. fell in the yeah. bridge. These are things. There are time-tested principles that will help the children to reflect better. So look, go online, look for ace of fables. And my favorite is the, the about. The or the goose, dog and or the dog the and the goose that laid the, the golden, golden egg. egg. Cut the egg, the goose. Let's take this one. So please, wouldn't they? There's a video version. You know that. You know oh, that. There's a video version I'm talking yeah. about. Ah, okay, I okay. downloaded them for my children over, okay. over time. Overheard a parent probably narrating to another how she would do her work from a school when she discovered the children were made to sweep their classrooms, despite the fact that the school has cleaners. For me, this sounded terrible. What a mindset. You are right, Abba. What a mindset. That's Abba from Tessie. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning, I'm Kamla. The problem with Ghanaians today is that majority of Ghanaians are no more God-fearing. Majority of Ghanaians are Christians as it were and attend Sunday school. Question, question. what role is Sunday school playing in the life of a Ghanaian child? A good question to ask. Good morning, farm life. Parenting is gradually becoming difficult. And yes, Ghanaians are hospitable, but that value is gradually going away. All we think is money, money, money. The end is as important as the means. Greed is killing cooperatives. That's what somebody is saying. Hope mm. my text concerning the family will be addressed next Saturday. And that's MJ again mm. from the State of Pennsylvania. Okay, so let's look at it. Maybe next week we may not have the chance to address I'll just make a general and statement okay. to parents. Never do for your child what they can do for themselves. Okay. Especially, so, you have to build them their capacity over time. So as they grow to a certain stage, you release them to function. But the things they can do, please don't do. Because I see some parents doing everything for the child. And the, to the extent that the child now becomes negligent, even to the things they are supposed to be responsible for. Okay, let me so talking do, about I, I the extended MG. family yes, thing, I, I would say that um, he should consider the fact that he, come, he himself comes from a family. Hmm. So if you're going to live in the U.S. and you've westernized your family, it doesn't end there. 
because I don't know whether you come to Ghana or you refer to your parents. One thing I always no, say... No, it's, it's not a Ghanaian, it's an African. It's an well, African. Well, yes, so, yeah, African, so African, African, whatever that, wherever that you come from. You come, you have a family that you, uh, you come from. I'm sure whatever name Johnson is not your name. It is somebody's name who, uh, that was passed on to you. And you can trace that Johnson to a certain... No, uh, um, generations away from you. Yes. So you, you belong to a family. And if you live out there and you can afford it, unless you cannot afford it, if you can afford it, I wouldn't say that if you can afford it and you have to kill yourself and come because you have to come and take care of your extended family when you have not even taken care of yourself and your 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 immediate family but or your nuclear family but if you can afford it please it is it is it is just nice because if a beggar or a stranger came to your door and asked you for help i believe you will not push the person away so you know your family your extended family they are in africa and they are not doing too well or some of them are not doing too well it's just nice and and appropriate that you extend a hand of help to them when you can, and, 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 or you can even decide to take one person and also help the person to a certain point. It's, it's just because we are one big family. One day something would happen and you, you will need them. But then, um, I would call for gestures so, of generosity. Yes. Yeah. So you, See, have to be, you can be generous to your family, especially yeah. when he raised it around the issue of finance. Finance, yeah. Um, sometimes the family members are not looking for finance, mm-hmm. they are looking for, relationships. Um, You may even link them to opportunities without necessarily it becoming a burden for money. Thank you very much. Wonderful people. Um, Okay, so the consummate program. To add add to it, you can plan that maybe every month or every quarter I'll send them something to, for the upkeep, you know, because Africa, you know, thank, there's thank, always the need. You thank, know, thank, you, the, thank you very much. Because of our time, I have to rush you out. But I think it's well noted. If you have an opportunity, we'll do it later. Yeah. Okay, the Councilman Couples Dinner is coming mm. on live. The Center for Peace and Reconciliation is organizing a couples dinner themed Uncover Your Marital Complexity. At the dinner table, you'll be introduced to the Councilman Approach to resolving issues of life and demystify the complexities of marriage. The date is Saturday, 29th October, and the venue is Center for Peace and Reconciliation, number one, Pantan Hospital Junction. The speakers are Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, PhD, is a Reverend Minister, a lecturer, a counseling psychologist, an ADL and conflict expert, Dr. Epiphania MFA Bonsi, who is a counseling psychologist and lecturer, as well as marriage counselor. Uncle Lebo White, who is a playwright, author, motivational speaker, and a marriage counselor. And Professor Akwesi O. Ose, who is a psychiatric doctor and expert, and also a consultant and lecturer. The rate per couple is 660, and a single is 330. Registration is still ongoing. For more information and registration, kindly call 0244-907-190. Again, 0244-907-190. Or visit www.cpr.org.gh. So please, it's a very useful program. Plan if you're a couple. Plan if you are a single planning to get married 
and go learn the things that will help you to be a better of you. Papa Amos, what do you have coming up as well? Oh, well, we'll talk more about it hopefully next week, but tomorrow we are having a men's black tie event uh, hosted by ICGC Zoe Temple Men's Ministry at the Alisa Hotel Tama. Uh, if you're a man in Tama, please get in touch. and uh, go. You can go to my social media handles. They are there. Uh, participate if you can. But on the 19th of November, it's International Men's Day, and we'll be having a gathering within Accra, um, the heart of Accra. We'll give the details, God willing, next week. All right. So that's the voice of Amos Kevin Nanan. And also in the studio has been Mary Saki Mrs. and Dr. Emmanuel Hobson. We have had technical support from Okrad and So, and we have been ably produced by Philip Nilati and Nashika Caesar. My name is Michael Manson. Stay tuned for the big issue which comes up next, and we will wrap and go away with Blimatessa by Perez Music. Thank you for all your messages and your calls and your contributions, right from GH to Philadelphia to the UK to Finland and wherever it came in from. We are most grateful and privileged to have the opportunity to come your way. But what we are saying is that let's all learn to be a better of ourselves. Let's be teachable, let's be tender, and let's be tough. And God being a helper, Ghana will do well. Because Ghana is a blessed country, and so are you. We are out. Thank you very much for your attention, and do have a wonderful day in every way. Thank you. Bolo, oh, but I hear a chain. For money, you can't shy, dear. Oh, but I hear a chain. What